0: Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion Podcast, your one stop shop for all things mental health and college. Hosted by college student and entrepreneur, Sammy Beatrice, you'll hear from herself as well as her incredible guests on how you can fashion your passion and get less confused in your college journey. Let's get into the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Fashion Your Passion Podcast. I am super excited for this week's episode. Because we're going to chat today all about some resources that you guys can find out about and also go and discover that will help you sort of while in college, but also as you navigate to the post-grad life. I have Sam and Parker here who are the co-founders of Elevation Nation, which is a company that is really helping young adults to find themselves and give them tips, resources to help them navigate and figure out who they are, what they want to do, and what exactly they're passionate about. So Sam and Parker, thank you so much for joining me today. Um. Welcome to the show.
1: Sammy, we are so excited and so honored to be here. Thank you for asking us to join you and all of your audience out there listening. My name is Sam Panich. I am, like you said, Sammy, one of the co-founders of Elevation Nation, along with my best friend and co-founder Parker. We're honored to be here. Let's get into things. Let's do it.
2: I am so excited. I, you know, I was talking to my girlfriend about my plans tonight and we were like, oh, we're gonna make dinner. We're gonna have a good time. But wait, I got a podcast that I've been looking forward to for a while. Sam and I love talking about college to real world. We love talking about passions, who we are, what we want. And Sammy, I know we, we get vulnerable. So any question is fair game, we like to say.
0: Yeah. So first, take me through the journey of sort of how Elevation Nation was created, where the ideas stemmed from. I knew you guys both went to college at University of Maryland. So you guys sort of had very similar experiences on that front. And so I'm sure that that played a big piece in it. But sort of take me through that and take me through like, oh, like the realization of, you know, young adults need to know about more resources after college.
2: Sure. I mean, Sam and I have been doing Elevation Nation now- for two years. We're coming up on the two-year birthday. But the idea for Elevation Nation started much earlier than just two years before. Sam and I graduated together, like you said, from the University of Maryland in 2018. So we were your typical, I guess, good college student, right? We got good grades. We got involved in clubs, extracurriculars. We had, a, I would say, a pretty good social scene. You know, We had our internships. Jobs lined up at a big consulting firm after college and You know, life was pretty good in college. And then we graduated and we both, Sam and I actually started on the same exact day at the same exact company. You know, we could talk a lot more into this first experience, but our first year was actually completely different than what we expected life after college to be. Sam and I were, we felt ready to go and join the real world. We felt like we had all the skills, all the knowledge that we needed beyond just work. How about all the things that you're not really prepared for, you know, like getting an apartment, navigating a new city, uh, finances, uh, that's a whole new world, right? And so those are just some of the things that overwhelmed Sam and I, and we felt, wow, we are lost. We are completely, what is going on? And for myself in particular, I was really lost in the workplace. And in that first year, I took a lot of my self worth from what I was bringing to the workplace and how I was always coming up short of my expectation. And, you know, I went to my best friend. Obviously, that's what you do. You talk to your best friends about what you're going through. And I tell Sam about this. And he's like, dude, I feel the exact same way. And so, what was really interesting in that moment is that Sam and I actually spent a whole weekend. We're very introspective guys. We went to the beach uh, in, in February, no one was there. And we literally were like, how can we figure this out? How can we change our perspective on the way we approach our life? Because right now this is not working. And so we had that conversation and we were like, wait, we got to talk to more people about this. And then we ended up feeling that, wow, more more people are feeling this way. How can we maybe shed light on this idea? And that's where Elevation Nation was born. We started Elevation Nation to bring together a community of young adults who are struggling, but also trying to figure it out. And we've had a podcast that's run 175 episodes and we continue to release episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, all about figuring out the real world. Because at the end of the day, no one has it really figured out. But the best way to learn about the real world is from other people who are going through it with you.
0: Absolutely, and I think it's like, you know, when you first graduate college and you get that job automatically, it's like there's such a pressure because you know you're the newbie because you're so young to sort of prove yourself, right? And you're like, okay, I have this job because they saw something in my resume or it's something I said in my interview that they liked, right? And they're like, and you ha- you feel like you have to sort of live up to that image that you sold, you basically you sold yourself through. And then you know you sort of are maybe six months in and you're like, wait a second, you're like, this isn't really feasible for me. Um, And this is really hurting me both in my job and then outside areas as well, because that that feeling and that sort of the way it it takes a toll on your mental state travels. And so I sort of want to ask, you know, you like from that point, like how did you sort of figure that out? What were the steps that you took to sort of, you know, in your job feel like, okay, yeah, I'm going to work hard and do my job and, you know, want to I want to like get a promotion at some point. Um, so I'm gonna stay focused, but also, I don't want it to ride on my whole self worth. What did you do in that?
1: It's such a wonderful question, Sammy, and I think it's something Parker and I struggled with immensely coming out of school because we were overachievers, very similar probably to many of the people on the podcast that are that are listening to you now and yourself, right? You always want to do more. And unfortunately, that's not exactly how the real world works, right? It's not like class where you can study harder and everyone's on the same playing field. All of your peers are the same age as you, have the same experience, and you can outwork them and study harder. That's not how the real world works. Imagine going to class with someone who's done this same class 25 years in a row. That's what work is like. There are people who have been there doing this stuff for 25 years. And so I came in with this assumption, this cocky kid coming out of college, I'm going to go in and I'm going to be amazing. And they're going to be like, wow, Sam has the best ideas. That's not how it works. And as soon as I was finally able to accept that was when I listened to this piece of advice that someone gave me. And they said, Sam, you are at the bottom of the totem pole, the bottom of the ladder. You need to figure out how to make the person who's one step above you their life just a little bit easier. That's how you can add value early on at a young age. You're not going to shake the, shake up the world, at least not yet. And that's okay. All this stuff takes time. And that's why we started Elevation Nation to have other people realize that this journey is slow. It's difficult. Young adulthood is hard. And we all have ambitious goals, and it's okay if we don't reach those right away, as long as we're pushing to elevate just a little bit further each and every day.
0: I, I totally agree, and I was just talking to someone about that and talking about, you know, the the whole premise of having a timeline, right? You graduate high school, and then you go to college, and you sort of, like, you sort of think about, oh, so in five years from now, I'm going to graduate college and go off and get this job, and in that job, I'm going to get do this X, Y, Z, and... The, You keep going and planning out your life 20, 25 years in advance. And then stuff starts to shift and stuff starts to happen and things pop up. And you don't necessarily have the means or the reason to follow that timeline anymore. And then you're like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do now? Because I just had this, you know, I had this picture in my mind and I like set it in stone in my brain. But now it has to shift. Now it has to change. And just sort of going through the motions of that and accepting. You know like oh things are gonna going to change and the thing that i envisioned sort of executing in that way is not going to be the way that i'm actually going to do it
2: sam and i like to think about like what you just said in the idea that from your child until you're graduating college around you know everyone has different timelines on things but sam and i like to think of like a gps you know you are routed on this GPS, uh, you're kind of navigating life, and there are people guiding you, like the GPS, right? People telling you where to go. And you know, as you go through high school and college in particular, you're able to see where the destination is, right? What you need to do to get to that endpoint, the GPS, back to that analogy, and the routes that you can take. And there are a lot of routes along the way to get to that endpoint. And what's crazy about a childhood and middle is that gps eventually ends right you have all these people who are helping you navigate high school graduation and you get to college and you get to end the college and you know you have all these people teachers friends family and the gps kind of like disappears in a sense because you start in the real world and there's any way To navigate life, there's any way to navigate the job, any way to navigate relationships, and oftentimes there's really not that set destination anymore. So Sam and I like to think of it: once college ends, the GPS goes away, and you need to find a compass. You need to find your internal compass of where you're gonna go, where you're gonna navigate. And you know, I'm bringing in all these analogies, but Sam and I like to think about this compass in three parts if you know who you are to know where you want to go i'm saying not where you're going where you want to go and then three how to get there you'll be well on your way to hopefully the place that you want to go using that compass because at the end of the day we don't wake up in every day and know what's going to happen we don't know that you know you're going to get that promotion we don't know that you're going to you know be able to make $100,000 salary in 5 years after school. You you know what I mean? But there are things that you can do like having that foresight into who you are, what you want, and how to get there, holding yourself accountable essentially, that can lead you closer to those goals. Does yeah, that make sense? Absolutely.
0: And I you know I want to sort of pick your brain on that and like what are some of the ways that people can totally. do that? What are some of the ways in which, you know, people can figure those things out, right? Because we hear that all the time. We hear, you know, after college or in college, you're going to find yourself and you're going to find out what you want to do and all this stuff like that. But realistically, no one really tells us like, oh, here's how you can do that. Here's a way in which you can engage and, you know, you can try out 15 different clubs in your first two weeks of school to figure out which ones you like, which ones you dive with. No one tells you those things. So what in sort of your guys's, you know, uh, thinking and, you know, and your analogy with this GPS and this compass, what are those little, I guess, uh, tips, if you will, um, to sort of, you know, answer those, begin to answer those questions. They're not going to be, you know, fully answered.
1: Well, I have good and bad news for you, Sammy. One, I still don't know what I want to do. And I came up with this concept of the GPS and mental fortitude with Parker. And I still don't know what I want to do. But what I do know is how I want to feel. And so that is the trick and the tip that I would share with your listeners, that instead of saying, I need to try 50 different clubs and 50 different things to figure out what activity is my calling or my passion, I would say instead, do some things to figure out how you want to feel every day. Do you want to feel challenged? Do you want to feel comfortable? Do you want to feel intellectually stimulated? Do you want to feel like a leader? What do you want to feel each and every day that you go out into the working world? And when you're able to figure out that feeling, you can find something that aligns with it. And guess what? That feeling is going to change throughout your career. And that's why I think it's important to chase a feeling, not a career path. Because I could very easily say, I want to be a partner at a consulting firm because that's where I'm at right now. But is that the feeling that I'm going to want in 20 years? Maybe. I don't know. But every day, I need to begin with myself and say, am I excited to wake up and go to work today? Not every day is going to be good. And not every day you're going to be excited. But some of the feelings that I want are, I want to feel challenged. I want to feel like I'm making the world a better place. And I want to feel like I'm working with people that are smarter than me. Those feelings are three things that are important to me right now. And Right now, I still have them, luckily, but that could shift over time.
2: And to Sam's point about understanding these feelings that you want, you know, those are going to help you determine where you want to take your life. But a really difficult part, and Sam and I have done a lot of research and self studying on our own selves with this, is a, a very difficult thing that I think young adults have, especially from the transition from college to the real world, is getting really introspective with what you want and who you are and what you bring to the table and what maybe you actually don't bring to the table and really getting real, what am I good at? What am I not good at? And sometimes we deflect all of the negative things. We deflect all the things that we're not good at, all the places where we don't wanna be, all things that we, we should be doing. Cause it feels good to just accept the positives, right? Hard part about figuring out the real world is if you're able to understand those negative sides about yourself too, now your compass, the place you want to go is going to be so much more aligned with who you are and what you want to feel because you're not going to put yourself in a situation where maybe you're not the best at it. Maybe you don't bring anything to the table or maybe you just don't feel good when you're in that situation.
0: 100%. And I mean, all those points you guys just mentioned are so true, you know, because, yeah, I mean, I, I asked the question knowing that there was no crystal clear way of figuring these things out. But it's always good to sort of hear from other people how they want, how they sort of figured that out and how they went through it. Um, and so I appreciate, you know, sort of your, your insights on that. But talking about, you know, plans shifting and, and not expecting, uh, you know, what's to come next, you guys obviously did not plan to create Elevation Nation. And so how did your lives shift when you started, when you first began? Uh, to really focus in on the movement and really create it into a brand, you know, and sort of how has your uh, community's feedback in terms of, you know, family, friends, all of that been as you started to create this and now, you know, build it out into an incredible brand.
2: I think it has been one of the most humbling experiences in my entire life, because it's allowed me to understand, and this is a perfect question as a young adult, that good things do not happen overnight. Like, and, you know, it's so cliche to think that, oh, the greatness doesn't happen overnight. And it doesn't. And it's such a big lesson that Sam and I learned very, very quickly. Elevation Nation, before it was even Elevation Nation, we were working on it for over a year. And then we got Elevation Nation. And then it took six months to even release our first episode, bring our first elevator to the nation. Think about that. That's 18 months of brainstorming and frustration and problem solving and doubt, so much doubt. And now we're here coming up on the two-year anniversary since the first elevator joined Elevation Nation, our first podcast episode. And Sam and I just feel like, wow, we're just getting started. There's so much more to do, and there's so much more elevation to be had. (laughs) It's just funny, Sam. Like, you look back on it, and it, it, it's crazy to think that no way in shape or form good things happen overnight. Now, have we elevated? A little bit. I would like to say so. You know, we've met some pretty interesting people. We think we've helped people along the way. I've, You know, we've both made a bunch of life transitions that have benefited ourselves. But with all that greatness, there's been a lot of hardship, too.
1: I mean, Sammy, this is the coolest part of Elevation Nation and where we've gone. We've never met before. You reached out to us. How cool is it that through this podcast and through technology, we're able to make a friend who was somehow inspired by what we're trying to do. And now you're inspiring us with what you're trying to do with passion, Your Passion, right? So that's what's been beautiful for Parker and myself. Because at the end of the day, if we make zero dollars, in fact, we'll probably make negative dollars from this, at least right now. But we get to impact people and make them feel like they have a place in this world as a young adult that they are not elevating alone then it will make every single night where i have to stay up late and work on the podcast so worth it
2: and to your second point sammy about like how our friends and family have been receptive of like elevation nation sam will tell you the first six months we launched our podcast he didn't want to post anything on social media he didn't want to tell anybody i was doing all of our social i was doing all this like We gotta do this. We gotta do TikTok. We gotta do Twitter. We gotta do everything. We gotta make people know that yeah, we have a podcast, but more so, we're serious about this, and we want to help people. And I'll be honest, the first, it kind of felt like oh, we launched a podcast. People are like oh my god, claps, claps, claps. And then a few months later, like people are like oh, you still doing Elevation Nation? Get some like like jabs in the side. Right now, we're two years in, and people are asking what we went on a six week break to, you know, do some brainstorming and strategy the last six weeks, people are asking, "When when is it coming back? You know, who can you introduce me to? You know, how's it going? And as a young adult, sometimes we allow the people outside of ourselves to determine where we want to go because we're scared of the, the, what they think. We're scared that, oh, you know, they, they they keep giving me the jabs, but it's not for them. We don't do it for those individuals. We do it for Elevation Nation and we do it for ourselves. And that's a big point too. Like with it comes to passion, at the end of the day, a passion is for you. It's not for anyone else. It eventually could be for someone else. But to start, to wake up every day, to do that thing, to do 175 podcasts that release every Tuesday and Thursday, to meet over 100 awesome people that's passion that takes time and that all started with just sam and i aligning on this goal and mission that we have
0: i 100 percent agree because when i i started this podcast what four or five years ago and i started in high school so i really was like i don't want to tell anyone about this like this is going to be like my little secret for a little while like I cannot, like, be, a, like, this like this girl who has a podcast in high school. There's no way I'm going to know about that. And one of my teachers was like, are you joking? She's like, you need to tell everyone about this. And she would, like, give her class classes extra credit if, like, they wrote, wrote a review on my podcast and she'd, like, talk to everyone about it. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I guess we're doing this thing right now. And now it's like I – everyone knows me as the podcast girl. Like, I – am so heavily involved in this podcast industry because I realized how impactful it was for so many people, both listeners and hosts and, you know, everyone behind the scenes. It, like Sam was saying, it connects us in, you know, to people we never thought we were going to connect with. I've had people interview me from Australia, New Zealand, like all these different places, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I just talked to someone from New Zealand. I just talked to someone from Australia. Like, if I didn't have this podcast, I wouldn't have been able to do that. And, you know, I, like, just like your point, it's like, what, even though you are, you, you want to start this thing and you're super excited about it, you have that hesitation of, like, do I share this with everyone else? Do I want to, you know, sort of, like, let my family and friends know? Or do I just let the public, you know, who I don't know personally, just sort of find this thing and figure it out? But it's like the only way they can find out and figure it out is that if you tell the people closest to you,
1: you got to take that leap of faith, you got to trust that it'll all be okay. And the people who stand by you and support you are the ones you want there in the end. And the people who are critical of you are not people you would want in the end anyway. And so, well, Parker reminds me that sometimes you want the time. critical
2: people in your, your end because sometimes the critical people add, you know, some good advice to you as well. Sure. Maybe critical is the wrong word. Toxic would be a better word. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Parker. I was going to say shout out our, our good friend, Rich Keller, our mentor, the guy who helped us bring Elevation Nation to life. He is an incredible human being who we love so dearly. He's a branding expert. But he's super critical and that provides us a lot of like self talk about self awareness when someone's like, yeah, that's not a good idea. And then you, you think about it for a little bit and you're like, yeah, they're probably right. We need those people in our lives, too.
0: Absolutely. I 100% agree. I want to ask you guys, you guys also have full time jobs, as you mentioned. Um, so how what is it like sort of managing building out this brand and you know, uploading podcasts two times a week? Well also sort of you know being sort of very present in your full- time jobs as well. how do you guys manage that? Do you have any like tips or tricks for people who also have quote unquote side hustles um whether in college or when they are getting when they're in their full- time jobs?
1: so it is difficult. I'm not going to lie, but I also can't imagine my life without it. Parker and I had a conversation the other day as we do pretty much every day, and we said What would you do if we weren't doing Elevation Nation? And I thought about it for a second. I said, I'd probably try to start another company with you. This is just in our blood. This is what we want to do. We can't imagine sitting on the couch watching the Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix show for six hours straight. Like We need to have something that we're passionate about. We need to fashion our passion through Elevation Nation and put it into something, put our heart and soul into something that we're creating, or we'll go insane. And so I think my my challenge for people out there who are saying, I can't do something as a side hustle. I would say, if you don't have a side hustle, do you really know who you are, what you want, and and how you're going to get there, right? And so I think that's an important factor. It's not going to be easy. Nothing's ever easy. But if you find fulfillment out of it and it brings that emotion that I talked about earlier within you, then I think it's worth every extra hour you have to spend.
2: And I, I don't think it's just, for side hustles to Sam's point like if you know who you are where you want to go and how to get there it could be anything it could be you know a passion of like you want to learn to play golf you want to learn how to play the piano you want to be a better baker like it could be anything and if you care enough about it you're going to find time in the day to do it Sam and I have very demanding jobs like we we do consulting and We are focused wholeheartedly on our job throughout the week, but we always find time to do Elevation Nation because we care about it. And it means something to us. It means something to our listeners. It means something to Elevation Nation, the people who are in our community. And that's what keeps bringing us back. Like Sam said, we don't make a single dollar. And hopefully, maybe one day we will. We we don't know. We don't know where it's going to go, but we've both learned, Sam and I, through a previous experience that if you put money first, then are you really in it for the right reason? If you put passion first, that is how you live the long game, doing that thing. And maybe money will come along the way.
0: Yeah, that is one of the biggest things I preach because, you know, when I when i was first beginning college i sort of had to navigate that whole process it's you know i flew 3000 miles across the country to go to college and i was all alone i didn't know what to do with myself and with my time because you have a little bit more time in college than you do in high school and you know as i was sort of going through that and people were telling me like oh i'm so busy i have so much work to do i can't do you know some of my hobbies that i used to do in high school um and i was like if you are actually passionate about that thing you will find the time for that thing. Whether that's going to bed a little bit later or waking up a little bit earlier or, you know, I don't know, cutting your lunch a little bit shorter, whatever it takes for you to, you know, maybe just get in a little bit more, um, you know, sort of of those endorphins for yourself. That way you can sort of uh, be able to execute on other things better. You'll do that thing. It's not like, you know, I cut out time for this podcast every week, even though I'm, you know, dealing with 16 other things. Like, that's just what I do because I'm so passionate about this and I'm so passionate about, you know, telling people stories and spreading the message that I do. And so it's just like you said, it's just you will make it work if you want to make it work.
2: I'll never forget what um an older buddy of mine said to me. He he graduated a year before me and then I graduated and I never I'll never forget a conversation I had with him. He said that the real world is interesting because you in college you do so much with your friends you do like everything with your friends whether it's go to class you know social things community things like whatever it is you're always like doing things in groups essentially right and then you get to you know outside of college you join the real world and everyone kind of goes on their own little way and people start to find their own passions and what they care about and he said to me he's like if you have something that you like to do just do it and own it and that's you because no one else is gonna like push something on you no one's gonna say you need to do this this is how you make a million dollars this is how you do this like no one's gonna do it so might as well just like own it and accept it and put time in and effort for things that you love like that's what it's all about that's what life is all about right
0: I'm curious to know, sort of off that point, um, I'm sure you guys have heard a bunch of advice from different mentors, different friends, you know, all of those people, you know, and also through your own experiences, but what sort of from college to those initial years in your jobs to now sort of, I guess, just knowing a lot more, how do how are you guys able to sort of shift your mentality through those different transitions, right, and through those different realizations? It's
1: a wonderful question. And I think that's what's beautiful about Elevation Nation is our mission is evolving with Parker and I. It's following us on our journey. It used to be purely about that transition from college to the real world. Now that's, oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this, but we're older, I guess. Are we old, Parker? I think we're old, man.
2: Sam so now now always tries to mid- make me think I'm old. Like, yo, we, I'm like, dude, I'm 26. Like, I'm not that You're old. an old man. I could tell you that there's a lot of people in the world who would like to be my age. Just saying. That is true. That is true. But
1: we are older than when we started Elevation Nation. (laughs) And it's evolved with us. And I think how we've looked at life has grown with Elevation Nation. So we started figuring out how we could just honestly survive the day to day the monotony of waking up and commuting, waking up early, figuring out how to grocery shop. We got all that figured out now. We got a good routine going. Now it's transitioned into, well, what will bring us the most fulfillment? Are we liking the trajectory that our lives and our careers are going? What do we want to do outside of work? How do we build those relationships with people around us? And how do we elevate our lives and the lives of others? And so that's what Elevation Nation has transitioned into beautifully is figuring out the mid-20s and life in your 20s. Because once you kind of have that adulthood piece figured out better, I'm not even going to say figured out, then you can start to even elevate and push it even
2: more. But the idea of mental fortitude, those three parts, self-awareness, vision, and accountability, who you are, what you want, and where you want to go, it doesn't matter if you're 18 years old, 22 years old, 27 years old, 50 years old. We believe that those three things will, if you can understand those, that will go with you through all of those transitions. So that is something that Sam and I live and breathe by, that that concept. And to be honest with you, we came up with it that weekend when we were in the, the beach, just like trying to figure out life. And we were like, does this even work? And then we put it to the test. And my life has, I mean, Elevation Nation wouldn't be here without it. I don't think Sam and I would be, in the position that we're in at work without it i don't think you know sam and i both moved away from cities to new cities that might have been a better fit for both of us there's just a lot of different things that we learned but it's always come down to that core three parts of mental fortitude yeah
0: i mean hey no matter what you do in your life it'll always come down to an initial intention that you had for yourself and that you set for yourself. So that it just rings true. But I'm curious to know, you know, obviously Elevation Nation is very multifaceted, right? You guys have your own stories that you share, you share other people's stories through the podcast, but if you were to choose one thing that you would want folks to sort of get or take away from Elevation Nation as a whole? What would be that one?
1: I think you know a big takeaway that I want folks to realize out there is you're not alone in how you feel. Young adulthood is extremely difficult. It's a period of time that I think no one prepares us for correctly. And I don't think college does, prepares for this real world either. And that's okay. I think as young adults, we see other people around us and we put a ton of pressure on ourselves to be great. And to have it all figured out and to be successful and happy and posting on our Instagram that we're traveling to Tahiti with our beautiful significant other, making a ton of money. And that's just not how life works sometimes. And so, knowing that everyone has a different path, everyone has a different pace, and everyone will figure it out in their own time is something that we stress at Elevation Nation because I don't want anyone who listens to our podcast to feel like they're alone. And so, Parker and I offer this to everyone in the nation, and we're gonna offer it to everyone. And that li- is listening to fashion your passion with you, Sammy. Is if you need someone to talk to, reach out to Parker and myself. We will be happy for free, of course, to just listen and to just chat because sometimes you just need someone to talk to.
2: I mean, I I second everything Sam just said. Change it a little bit to add different piece of advice. To my takeaway from Alex um I just gave a presentation not a presentation. I ran a, a training for 40 new hires, all, all people who were joining our company from college. So all fresh, fresh graduates. And I always bring this up when I speak to fresh graduates, whether it's on Elevation Nation or at our, at my company where we, we do these sessions is give yourself some grace. The first year after college is hard. And it's supposed to be hard because you have never been in an experience where you've done it before. If it was easy, then maybe you might need to check yourself. Maybe you need to look around a little bit, have some self awareness. Like, is this really where you want to be? This is really where you want to go. I think everyone has their unique experiences, but the first year in particular is very, very challenging. And it's okay. It is so, so normal. But with that, we to like what I went through my first year is I had an expectation of what I needed to be doing in my first year of where I needed to be making an impact, changing the world, coming up with ideas. And what happened was is I always fell short of those expectations and what happens when you fell short fall short of your own expectations that leads to some some pretty miserable nights all i thought about was work all i thought about was working on the weekends because i, I was never living up to those expectations when in reality my manager came up to me at the end of you know the day one day He said, like, just be yourself and when that clicked like it's so cliche just be yourself just bring your best self to work every day be you but give yourself some grace. It takes time. There's no expectation. The expectation is that you just be you. And if you can do that, I think you're going to move, you're going to move yourself forward and elevate in the real world. I
0: love that so much. And yeah, sometimes the simplest advice or the most cliche advice is the thing that you need in that moment. And it's like, Oh crap. It's like, that is what, you know, and it just, it just, it hits you hard.
2: I'm curious to ask you a question, Sammy what are you most excited about after college and what are you most nervous about?
0: I think that right now my biggest like nervous thing is like, um, cause right now like the podcast and all of that, like it doesn't make money. Right. So I can't just after college just go off and do that because like I'll have bills, I'll have rent, I'll have all those things. So for me it's like, what job am I going to have, um you know, for the next five ish years? Cause I know realistically, like, down the line, I don't want to like, you know, be in a job, I want to, you know, run my own company. And so it's like, what job do I, am I going to be able to get that I'll be passionate about for the next couple of years. But then I think the thing I'm most excited for is to be able to focus on the podcast and other projects within this brand a lot more and have more time for those things. Because this is something that I've been wanting to do since, you know, I was a senior in high school. And I've been sort of waiting for this moment and every year something else comes up where I can't finish certain things. And so I'm just like, okay, after graduation, like I should have the time to do these things. And so I'm most excited for that.
2: I love that. Yeah. I think that's that's amazing. It's, I mean, it makes me think of, I actually caught up with um, another member of Elevation Nation today. And we had a conversation a few years ago about where they wanted to go and they, they they set up straight up, I want to be TikTok famous. And all they did for the last year was post videos on TikTok. And they went all in. And now, over the last month, it's finally hit the point where he's like, oh my god, I have 500,000 followers. And this is someone who was just committed, believed in himself, didn't care about what anyone else thought, and was just fueling that passion and to you why not why aren't you able to run your own company why is he not able to be a full-time TikToker? why are sam and i not ele- you know why wouldn't we be able to be full-time podcasters like you we can things get in the way but you know it at the end of the day we're just here doing what makes us happy and how we feel like we can benefit the world
0: absolutely before we roll into the final question of the podcast i just want you guys to share where people can find you on socials, on the web, all the places to find you, both you guys and Elevation Nation. Just share those out for us.
1: Our socials are Nation underscore IO. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and linkedin if you want to get a little more professional and then of course you can follow parker and myself on instagram or linkedin as well feel free to connect with us um sammy you can give out our links in in the description of the podcast and we'd love to connect with anyone that's listening out there that is going through young adulthood
2: did you say we were on spotify and apple podcasts sam i don't know if you did thank you
1: parker I didn't. So, I keep forgetting that that's like
2: social media. I guess it is. It is but though. yeah, Sam and I release an episode of Elevation Nation every Tuesday with a new elevator, a guest. Welcome to Elevation Nation. Uh, so we have a 45 minute to an hour long conversation about what they're up to. Uh, we have some really interesting guests coming into the nation over the next few months. People who are doing a variety of crazy things. Um, and then also we release episode every Thursday talking about it's just Sam and I for 15 minutes. We call it Fortitude and 15. We talk about what's on our mind, how we're navigating the real world, and we highlight some of the wins of people in Elevation Nation. So check us out, Elevation Nation, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And if you're into Google Podcasts, I don't know anyone who uses Google Podcasts, but if you do, it's there.
0: Yes. And like Sam said, everything will be linked down below for you guys to easily click and go over there. For the final question of this podcast, this is a question that I've asked every single guest who has ever been on. Based off the title, which is Fashion Your Passion, what is one tip that you would give those who are dreaming based off of how you have fashioned your passion?
1: Follow an emotion, not a title, not a number, not a location follow an emotion.
2: Sam and I have something called mental mottos where everyone in Elevation Nation gets a mental motto. And Sam and I have a mental motto, and I'm going to say a part of mine. Mine is proud to be, but beyond proud to be, my piece of advice would be be rather than to seem, to be rather than to seem. Be you rather than putting out this image of what you want to seem to the rest of the world, seem like to the rest of the world. Just be you. Just bring yourself to the table the way where you just feel like you can be yourself because that will allow you to be put into positions that align with who you truly are. When we bring ourselves to the world in a different light than who we actually are, guess what? We're going to be going down rabbit holes in places that aren't aligned with who we are. So to be rather than to seem.
0: I love both of those tips so, so, so much. Parker and Sam, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I appreciate it immensely. And for those of you listening, I will talk to you guys next week.
2: Thank you for having
1: us. Thanks, Sammy.